Welcome to the farmer's market. Well, kind of. This year we've had to make some changes because we cannot have the market in person due to, as you know, the novel coronavirus. So we've made it virtual. We've made it audible. We've made it a podcast. We hope you enjoy. All right, everyone. Hello. Welcome to episode one of Farmer's Market Podcast. I'm Kaylee. I'm also Kaylee. And I'm Lauren. <laughs> so we're coming to you live with uh, all the sounds of Westwood. The sounds to... of Westwood. Exactly. To That's talk what about... makes us unique. Yes. <laughs> all the sounds of Westwood. Relocated from a birthday party <laughs> to the leaf blower situation. But mm. we are here tonight to talk about Trader Joe's. <laughs> We're very excited. <laughs> so we wanted to walk through the goods, the bads, and the best of Trader Joe's in terms of sustainability practices, the content of food, and also just the general experience of going to Trader Joe's. Exactly. I feel like as UCLA students, Trader Joe's is kind of an essential part of our experience. True, a cultural item. A cultural mm-hmm. item. A cultural mm-hmm. item, one yes. can say. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's an anthropological um, workspace. <laughs> right. Personally. A weekly, exactly. A weekly, a weekly, weekly appointment, visit. self-care, all of the above. It kind of serves <laughs> the purpose for me as a therapist, a nutritionist, yes. and kind of like a, a workout coach because I walk there. Yeah. Right. And I'm carrying, like, do you guys ever have the experience of walking there and being like, cool, I'm going to grab a couple groceries. And yep. then you leave with, like, eight bags and you're like, I can't yeah. carry all this. I right. did it the other day. I was like double bagging all the way back. Oh, yeah, or the hurt. strategy of like where do you put the eggs in the bag so you can make it back to your apartment without oh, just totally. cracking all over a the place. A couple of cracked eggs. Yeah. We've right. all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. Today, let's see. I guess our technical title is the goods, the bads, and the greats. So mm-hmm. here we go with some some of the goods. Some goods. Yeah. Let's start off strong. Let's start yeah. strong. But end amazing. And end amazing. And then in the middle, well, we're going to have to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> what you get. We love Trader Joe's, but there are a few things. So anyways, um, I guess just starting off, we've had some great, what are these? Pumpkin oat chocolate chunk oh, cookies yeah, that they are, made. They are the seasonal. So I went in, you know, trying to get some bargains here, some mm-hmm. seasonal bargains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We know that pumpkin is just really flying off the shelves these days. Mm-hmm, right. So I walked in Trader Joe's and per some recommendations from Kaylee. Right. Um, I got the pumpkin. <laughs> Kaylee GH. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> um, the pumpkin chocolate chunk oatmeal cookie mix. Mm-hmm. So these were like $4 and I made like 24 cookies and I could only make like subpar like 10 cookies from this like weird Pillsbury thing that right. I saw on Target mm-hmm. and also uh, all the ingredients were better in this little mix oh wait let's right. talk about the ingredients let's talk about the ingredients I was looking at it and I recognized all except for one thank god that the first ingredient is sugar yeah I know it's, it's exactly <laughs> great it. also threw a whole um stick of butter in there yep. so oh, yeah <laughs> right. I noticed it called for salted butter which is yes. interesting did was you interesting. have that on hand I did my roommate loves to bake so oh. I had that mm. okay that is so, good Fun fact for our vegans, my apartment made these a couple of weeks ago with coconut oil instead of butter. Okay. 
totally doable. And then instead of eggs, we just made substitute flax eggs and we didn't even have flax. We just had like a flax chia mix. Ooh. And you can totally make vegan eggs with chia or flax. Yeah. Or apples. Can you use applesauce? Oh yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that. So basically we just did flax and chia like mix with right. water and then coconut oil. No joke, they were equally as good, maybe even <gasps> better. Ooh. Because they yeah, were so chewy because of the coconut oil Ooh. or like um like squishy squishy yeah like, that's a weird word but yeah but like in for a cookie i feel like that works yeah right. so just letting you know just to make it accessible for all cookie pumpkin lovers exactly you can make this vegan and it's so good so um and good. yes the ingredients are pretty simple got a little sugar got a little chocolate got a little uh soy lecithin <laughs> you know her <laughs> Right. Pumpkin, brown sugar, baking powder. Basically all the stuff that you would put in homemade cookies oh, yeah. that you don't have to deal with because it's in a Trader Joe's prepackaged exactly. seasonal yeah. goodie. Yeah, yeah she's seasonal. She's okay. fun. Halloween inspired. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. fall. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. I think definitely when poking around on the internet, a really common theme seems to be just that like customer satisfaction is key. And mm -hmm. how do they do that? The Just like absolutely curating an experience from <laughs> the moment you walk in the door not only they like somehow managed to do the whole like pirate island mm -hmm. theme mm -hmm. but then also you're walking into like seasonal wonderland whatever it is right whether right it be summer or right. pumpkin there's and the it pumpkins right clash. so yeah. wait you're so right it's like not only pumpkin arg but it right. is simply <laughs> yeah. also Bruin Westwood go Bruins yes no, it's yeah, straight yeah, they up. had UCLA so, inspired shirts on no it's all Bruin Bruin goodies and then it's also all seasonal goodies so yeah. they combine all three and it's like how do you make a masterpiece well you look at Trader Joe's right it works so well it works, it works. So, it works well so well in October in Westwood right <laughs> in Halloween town it is the place to be yeah <laughs> so just absolutely curating that experience i think is definitely a highlight of trader joe's and something that like i get excited for the experience of the even now like in the covid times waiting in line how they have all mm -hmm. the plants out with their pumpkins cute. like yeah from start to finish it's yeah a, an experience and an enjoyable one too mm -hmm. the seasonal goodies really enhance it truly yeah. i get yeah. so pumped about it it's right. a great it's honestly a great sales tactic as well because so, when we're yeah. waiting in that long line because of covid and everything around me is pumpkin flavor yeah like right. today i had the conversation with my friend who is a vegan uh -huh. and was like oh i had the thanksgiving chips today that tastes like turkey and stuffing wait yeah she bought those no, she bought i was them. in the and line and i was like "Ooh, that might be too far <laughs> I literally was they're good apparently wow. and she's been a long time vegan and i was like what? shoot i don't know if i could do it okay. i honestly don't know if i could have thanksgiving chips they, that sounds out of my comfort zone but hey right growth comes from stepping outside of your comfort exactly. zone totally. and that's what that's that's, that's that what, it's the creativity it's just constantly walking through and every time i see something new that i'm like yeah. i would have never thought of that no like, i don't know how they do it right and I think, yeah, just like the engineering of, yeah, they know exactly which flavors to pull when. And then, <laughs> I mean, and then on top of that, you have just, what do you call that? Like the graphic design, the fact oh, that they right. have an actual artist yes. drawing all yeah, the Yeah, we should totally talk about that's another office. good. Is the, yeah. the beauty that is the Trader Joe's chalk yes right <laughs> chalk yeah. design yeah i don't know what it is but they the fact that they invest in local artists in doing the trader joe's design is amazing it feels right. like home it makes trader joe's feel like wherever you go whether you're on the east coast the west coast the middle of the country it feels like home 
because it like embraces the local neighborhood but at the same totally. time is the same like style as what you would have at your local trader dress right. like at right. home right. yeah so it's just this experience of comfort and safety yes. and warmth that i'm like thank you joe thank <laughs> you yes. trader thank you trader Part of the reason why it's so fun going in there is because everyone in there who works there is clearly having an amazing time. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're all so happy. And I, I if I want to work there, that is my dream job. Mm -hmm. um, yes. <laughs> everyone's just so genuinely happy to be there. I have never seen a Trader Joe's worker upset. No. Ever. No, never. I don't think they exist. No. Unheard of. Yeah. Illegal. Simply not allowed. <laughs> right. And they age range is like so vast I know. too between I know. Uh, yet they all just seem to be friends and like working right? great together it's like what is this magical work environment i know it's yeah. a dream it's amazing and from one of my friends who actually worked in the westwood um trader joe's for a bit she was saying that they like rotate you between stations every single hour so like <sighs> you're never just stuck in one spot doing the same thing for your entire eight hour shift. <gasps> That's, so, That's nice. so interesting. Which, yeah, which I don't know if you guys have ever worked mm -hmm. like those mm -hmm. type of food mm -hmm. service jobs and stuff. It gets so monotonous and I was, it's genius. Like mm -hmm. of course switching up every single hour is gonna make a complete difference in your productivity and just like your freshness, especially a cashier. Yeah. Totally. I had no clue. But that makes sense because yeah. every time I go to Trader Joe's, I see the same right. cute boys. <laughs> we do. We, we, we do see, have a fan club. We see. I'm gonna about. I'm gonna bleep out their names. I'm gonna right. beep. But uh, I see Joey and Mo. Yep. Every time I go, but they're doing different things. Sometimes they're stuck in the shelves. Sometimes they're right. at the cash reg. Sometimes they're helping me buy some nice beer. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, okay, well, go ahead. I'll st I'll take a step back and I'll let you help. Yeah. Right. Well, they're so, a jack of all trades. They're a jack of all trades. Trader Joe's, yes. and you can't expect anything less from them. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a good of Trader Joe's because the customer sure. experience and the fact that customers can see the joy in the employees at Trader Joe's. Right. It's right. pretty amazing. And for me personally, the fact that they got the gourmet goods for cheap. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell yes. me about it. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, let's just go into the world of charcuterie. Which, <laughs> okay. I'm let's sure, step into should it. Step into the <laughs> it's world it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> Here we go. It's a wormhole. It is. Um, but just like, other grocery stores, especially we're talking like Sprouts, Whole Foods, you can get rung up for cheese items mm -hmm. so quickly. Easily. It's like one piece of cheese. Right. Yet you go to Trader Joe's and it's totally affordable. The selection is insane. One of my favorites personally is the unexpected cheddar. Mm. If you guys have had it, it's Not just it. like really funky, sharp, and just Ooh. amazing crumbly mm. cheddar that could pair great with honestly anything i love it with their roasted red pepper like i don't even know what you oh, call the, it yeah. the like flat crackers mm -hmm. oh the little rounds yes, yeah those it. are so good perfect pairing but it's 3.99 and it tastes like a totally gourmet funky cheese That's that amazing. you would love to feature on like some fancy trendy charcuterie board mm. absolutely yes honestly the cheese is phenomenal i remember so like us at the farmer's market, Trader Joe's did have a fleeting podcast. And yes. something that I learned in in that podcast was they have specifically like cheese connoisseurs like that are hired by Trader Joe's. Yeah, for real. Okay. That's their job. And often they work their way up there. They start as cashiers, they make their way up to 
like corporate Trader mm-hmm. Joe's and they go and they travel the world and they find the best cheese selection mm-hmm. and they bring them to the US to Trader Joe's and so they've kind of got full authority over those cheese and wines and that's yeah. why they can price them at a lower price. Um, yes. That's why a lot of the Trader Joe's wines is like three ninety nine, even though right. in Italy it's probably a lot more mm-hmm. or if they had been bought out by a larger like wine industry, like mm-hmm. wine brand here in the US, um, maybe it'd be priced higher. But Trader Joe's is the only place that some of these local Italian or local French wines sell in the US and so they can kind of charge it whatever they want. Right. Um, so they want to make it accessible to employ uh, to the customers. And so that's why they can charge it at that price. Right. That's such an interesting concept because it's like almost like a non-exploitative monopoly. It's not weird. Exactly. No, it's, yes, it's, it's a monopoly, but it's, it's a right. monopoly, but it's not exploitative. <laughs> How weird is that? Right. Yeah. It's, that's a, that's foreign. <laughs> it's a little bit. It stumps you a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, You're like wait, it why? It shouldn't make sense, but it does. Right. <laughs> like it's like wait, a corporation being thoughtful. Right. Which is crazy because they do rake in the profits. Like oh, Trader yeah. Joe's makes an insane amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which actually kind of goes into just their small inventory as well and that local feel mm-hmm. that it they does have. Feel that way. Which as I was reading, that sort of small inventory give like takes away that overwhelming amount of choice that you have at other larger grocery stores. Mm. And so then you like oh, look at this great option. It's kind of the only thing like it. Let me add it to my cart. I feel like they've like perfectly mastered like the path of least resistance like for yes, shoppers. Because definitely. Like, I feel like when you're working with just like every type of consumer, you have to have that like path of least resistance where it's just like makes options so easy. And they definitely yes. have done so well. Uh-huh. Like literally they have like that whole snack aisle but it doesn't feel aggressive. Like I want, like I know exactly yeah. what I want because I can figure it out based on like all the other snacks that are in that aisle. Like I can make that decision so quickly. True. And then I find myself yeah. like buying more by accident. But yeah, whoops. Right. Yeah. Been there. Everyone yeah. always walks out of Trader Joe's with a, an item or two more than you but. were expecting to. It's just it happens. It's just a law of nature there. That's just what happens. Exactly. Yeah, and that's fine. It's usually only an extra like five dollars because Trader Joe's isn't horribly expensive. <laughs> right. 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 Yes. Totally. Um, so I guess we could literally <laughs> talk about the goods and the bests of Trader Joe's, which honestly we haven't even hit the best yeah, yet, just wait. No. but we could talk about the goods forever. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, to give this a little bit of depth, a little bit of contrast, we do have to dabble in some things that might not be as good. So right. I feel like a good sort of transition is the two buck chuck because mm-hmm. it's not all bad. It's okay, not all bad. Right, it's not all bad. It's like it's. I mean, it's a two buck truck. Did I survive off of that for <laughs> for a couple of years? For a couple of years. Um, who's <laughs> how do we not implicate things? Yes, I did survive off of that for a couple of years, but clearly not the most high quality wine. But they know that, and they're not trying to sell it as that. Right. It mm-hmm. is two buck chuck, so that's not a knock on it. But looking a little bit more into why it is two buck chuck, it's because it's produced in the cheapest way possible, pretty much in every aspect. sort of aspect that yeah. you could make wine in, literally starting with the land that the grapes are grown on. So, you know, there's... In, it's grown in California, actually, by the same uh, company that makes the Franzia wines. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. It comes from that same. Yeah. What, what is it? What is that called? You know, the Bronco Wine Company. Is yes, that what you have? Bronco okay. Wine Company, and I think Bob Franzia <laughs> is. Bob. Yeah, I think I may need to be corrected on his first name. Ooh, maybe it's but Bob. Fred Franzia. Fred Franzia. And his brother. Joseph Francia. I don't know oh, what's worse, Bob, Fred, or Joe. John Francia. <gasps> oh, John. See, I knew it was like a basic white, basic white male name. name. Okay. That's yes, so Two Buck Chuck literally starting from the very land that it's grown on mm-hmm. is some of the cheapest land you can buy to grow grapes for wine on in California. Dang. Why? Because it's dry and it's hot. So what does that mean? It's hard to get grapes to grow and then when you do they're going to ripen too fast but for making a cheap wine and making a lot of it because that's another way it's going to get cheap right Mm -hmm. that's perfect because you're going to get a ton of grapes ripe all at Mm. the same time you mass harvest that (laughs) you bring it in and then actually what they do instead of aging it in oak barrels they age it with oak chips so they just what? have a bunch of like oak <laughs> chips just vibing with all the like the grape juice and Wait, they ferment. No, I'm so disturbed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not Two oak bucks. barrel. No, but that's how they save money because those barrels that you age the wine in Herbs that costs expensive. money. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, how can we cut this down? But it's still technically oak aged. I mean, more power to you know? for like figuring that out, but. Kind of gnarly. I don't know. Right. I feel weird about wood chips in my wine. Right. Although, Personally. Exactly. Yeah. Same. It's a little funky. It's like, where is this being Buy house wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shameless plug. Shameless plug, but we love it. Yes. So, yeah. So, they age it with the oak chips, and they make it just in these absolutely massive quantities. And I guess, like, sort of the last interesting bits of how it gets so cheap is just that instead of having an actual cork mm-hmm. they have like crumbles of cork that they smush together so another way to just make it cheaper and then they actually even go down to the bottles they use lighter bottles than oh. like say a nice bottle of wine right it's not like a hard thick glass yeah kind of? so that they can yeah basically just so that it will cost less to ship it because it'll all be lighter so at literally every step of the process they're making it cheaper cutting some corners to bring us drinkable wine yeah drinkable wine Mm -hmm. we'll call it Mm -hmm. at three dollars which yes ma'am i'll take it trader joe's i think definitely has an aura of being super environmentally Mm -hmm. friendly totally and um, organic. Yeah, organic. environmentally friendly, organic, super eco-forward. But then there are, cert- like, one of their biggest products, Two Buck Chuck, is literally based off of a mass production line. Yeah, yeah. And the irony. So, yeah, so just to start to dig into that a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's inherently bad, but their marketing scheme is super um, intentional. Right. right, definitely. They, yes. They're they're marketing in a way that makes them present as environmentally friendly and young and awoke and community oriented, when in reality, probably a lot of their food production systems aren't equitable. Right. Um, and we also can talk about the fact that their their plastic use is super intense for 
like a local grocery store that markets right. themselves as environmentally yeah. friendly. Right. Like for example, the other day I was just trying to get some cilantro for my tacos, mm-hmm. and yes. I noticed they don't have fresh cilantro. No. They don't. They yeah. don't. Like they literally do not have it. They have probably like a, it's like a snip of a head of a cilantro in mm-hmm. a plastic. Um, container labeled cilantro this was so like not fresh it was dry it wasn't it didn't have that like tangy cilantro feel that I wanted on my tacos it was just like leaves and I was like okay hey but not what I was looking for right that's so weird it's weird because I you would think that they would have more fresh produce and that's something they super lack at Trader Joe's and on top of the lack of variety of fresh produce that they have it's packaged in plastic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really come in bulk. It's like a kind of one to two time use. Right. And it's just not, it's not fresh at well, all. Yeah, I got some arugula there like a few weeks ago and it went bad in like two days. Really? It was so weird. It was yeah. like the bad, it was just disgusting. Like I had to throw it out. It was like that, like gross, like right. it just, it just got like squishy and it was just not, a, it was not good. And it was in that plastic bag, like. Yeah, the plastic waste there is just... Right. It's a lot, but I did read. I was looking it up. Um, they said they're trying to, like, reduce their plastic and, like, their footprint, whatever, their carbon footprint. They're making, like, a conscious effort, but while they're doing that, it's still not really visible in their stores yet. Mm-hmm, not like, yet. They're, they're right. phasing it in, like, one item at a time. And, right. like, we're saying, like, as a store that markets itself as something that's, like, organic fresh somehow like it's really it's really masked like I Mm -hmm. you would never know that it's not like that sustainable just Mm -hmm. because it's so friendly and then you kind of forget about it yeah yeah totally you're fed this vibe yeah like I would say probably like it feels to me like at least half of what they sell in there is organic I feel like some of the options are only organic I literally don't think that it is that organic Right. I mean, I, no, I highly doubt it because it's so it's like cheap, but it's also yeah. like also the things that like their their organic produce is expensive. Like it's it's mm-hmm. honestly like sometimes it's comparable to that of Whole Foods. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's their whole point is that they're cheaper than right. Whole Foods, but yeah. they'll get you with those that fruit. Like my blueberries, yeah, that little I couldn't section. find. Like, yeah. I was just I wanted some blueberries. Sue me. <laughs> yeah, right. And they were just like kind of expensive for the blueberries, the amount of blueberries I was getting. So. Oh yeah, they're berries. They're like more expensive fruit items that I think literally the only fruit I'll buy there is pretty much apples, or bananas. like bananas, oranges, mm-hmm. just already sort of the cheapest fruit that money can buy. Anything more than that is expensive, and then it goes bad quickly. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. honestly, for having such a small selection in the store, meaning that. Like things come off the shelves quicker. Right. There's. Yeah. It's not even like that fruit got there and it's been sitting there. Like these stores, yeah. especially busy ones like Westwood, are being restocked all yeah. the time. So that's why there's like 35 employees working when there's right. also like 35 customers. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. the arugula that I got was literally out of the box. They were stopping. Yes. I was like, hey, can I grab no some real way. quick? It was out of the box. Right. So that's, I, was, I was so upset. It was so good too. Like the first day, I was like, yes, the arugula is amazing. Yeah. Went by the next day. Interesting. Yeah, so it was so weird. And I like. I don't know if that's yeah. a reflection of me, like <laughs> non-genetically <laughs> modified plants going bad when they should, right. yeah. or if it's a fact of like those the arugula was packaged much later than it should have been i mean yeah it kind of calls into question like how fresh was it actually getting to the store and is that the norm for 
those products. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel like the arugula is definitely not just a one-time experience. No, I've had, I've had many, many yeah. produce items go sort of bad quicker than anticipated. Mm -hmm. But honestly, the other one that I wanted to point out was the bread items. Oh yeah, talk to like, me about that. Those, I have had bread items that go bad, which for bread is so weird, exactly two days yeah, from I did buying, and there's the like molding. I literally, any bread item now, what? I put it in the fridge. I put mine in the freezer. I, never, I freeze my bread. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. I like never refrigerate any of that, but it goes bad so quickly if I don't. Yeah. And maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe <laughs> someone out there can tell me what my, to do with the here's my, bread. Here's my but, guess. Here's my guess. Yeah. I think it's bad because it's inconvenient, but low-key, I think it's good because if bread doesn't go bad, it means it's highly genetically modified. That's true. true. I was reading about that. It's yeah. just because like the, the white bread that you can get from like uh, Ralph's like will stay fresher longer because yeah. there's a lot of like preservatives in it. Which so makes guess, me so sad because Dave's bread is my favorite thing ever and that stuff stays soft for <laughs> <laughs> like so, yeah, weeks. I, I, have to fr I yeah. freeze my Trader Joe's bread. I just throw that thing in the freezer. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, smart. Like, to a loaf or something because I'm not going to eat like a loaf in like three days. Right, so, no. yeah. I need to save that. Yeah, I, I just do remember that in, in the podcast and just from what I've read, Mm -hmm. Not all Trader Joe's ingredients are organic, but none of them are. They're all non-GMO, which okay. doesn't mean that yeah. they're inherently healthy or better right. for you, or they're we're, they're not like saving us from disease. Exactly. But yeah. It's just an element of the food production system mm -hmm. that we can acknowledge right. that they don't engage with highly genetically modified ingredients which i to yeah, me respect. is important i respect yeah, that I so, so but too, it's like yeah. it, does that mean that it's okay to use like a lot of plastic packaging does that mean it's yeah, okay to right. i mean i don't know what the food waste looks like they, we well they said like when they were trying to phase in this like less plastic scheme it was causing more food waste so mm. i think it's just like on them to figure That's out tough yeah. i think grocery stores on a tangent but like i think grocery stores in general like it's really hard to like not have food waste especially right. with like people don't want to buy the ugly food yeah so that's gonna just stay in the pile for longer um yeah so i guess it's like good on trader joe's for having people constantly restocking they're clearly like having good produce out but i think they just need to kind of rework their system in a way that's a little bit more conducive to the environment like mm -hmm. they don't need the box with the plastic on the inside they just need to like figure out a way to do that like with paper or just just yeah. the box i don't know i think that's something that they can work on but i still love and respect them totally that's the bad exactly yeah. that's the bad of trader joe's it's not a lot we really just elaborated on like three things but but those are those are valid and yeah. real and there's always room for improvement especially yes. in corporate exactly corporate. oh yeah exactly yeah which i think yeah we should sort of transition out of this by saying that on the whole, Trader Joe's as a corporation is looking pretty good. Yes. We love Looking it. really good. <laughs> yeah. Looking really good. Yes. And I think just to leave you guys with some of our personal Best. favorite Should we parts, all go and say maybe our like top two things? I think so. <gasps> okay, think our top best. Great so idea. what we're leaving you with is our bests, our very best, our yes, greats yes, yes. and our amazing, amazing things of Trader Joe's of Westwood. So take it and soak it in and eat it up. Oh Kaylee? Yes. Ooh, okay. This is tough.
vegan suggestion. Um, honestly, the wine section has been so fun, especially yeah. as like a recently 21 wanting to explore lots of different types of wine for cheap. And so I feel like I should just call it a few of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Give it to us, give yeah. it to us. Okay, so you want like a easy, super drinkable, AKA chuggable um, <laughs> white? Yes, give her. <laughs> yeah, go for the bluefin, bluefin Moscato. You okay. gotta do it, that, yes. No, um, and then honestly, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, as newer to wine, so I enjoy a little bit of, like, the sweeter notes and stuff. I love that they have the Apothic Red Blend for mm. $7.99. Apothic Red is... $7.99? $7.99 for Apothic <laughs> Red Wait, Blend. Wait, at Ralph's and stuff, it's, like, $13.99. That's what I'm saying. The deals there are insane. They'll, you, they'll pop off, <laughs> yeah, dude, they'll pop off, like, uh, I think I saw Justin, like, Chardonnay there for $13.99, which for Justin is insane. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the. We Justin could talk a long time about the nice wine <laughs> Right, exactly. Forget the two buck check. We're coming Forget for the you. Forget the two buck check. We're coming for you. Yeah, I would definitely say the cheap <laughs> apothic red has been a staple for me. So fun. Um, but then on top of that, um, just the fact that living in Westwood, when you're like on a slightly different schedule than your roommates you're not always doing communal meals it's really hard to shop at like big box grocery stores for just one person and i would just say i have to give it to trader joe's like for their smaller portions um it's so easy to shop for one person for one week at trader joe's yeah, totally doable with minimal food waste on my own end nice. so if we're trying to cut down on personal food waste trader joe's makes it easy because i'm not having things like rotting in the back of my fridge that i just couldn't get through yeah it. i couldn't get through fast enough so yeah that's my honestly amazing yeah super good point about the lack of food waste from trader joe's yeah i agree they're they're not there's obviously pros and cons of having bulk food, but Trader right. Joe's is a perfect option for college students because you can shop on Definitely. your own, but you can totally. also shop for your apartment. Like me exactly. and my apartment shop at Trader Joe's like as a group. Right. Um, okay, so I guess I'll go into my top two favorite things. Yes, yes, yes. Um, number one, my guilty pleasure is their wide assortment of dark chocolate. <laughs> um, yes. We must not forget about how important dark chocolate is for my mental health yes. um, and physical well-being. <laughs> uh -huh. So we kind of always have at least three to four dark chocolates in our fridge or pantry at Not my apartment. We've got the sea salt, we've got the caramel, we've got the oh pecan and the almond and the dark chocolate covered freaking blueberries, almonds. Yes. Basically Ooh. every rendition of dark chocolate is available. And yes. it's phenomenal. It's in snack form, it's in dessert form. It's there, it's present. The right. options are endless. It's on the left side of one of the frozen aisles. You know where it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Find it, embrace it, be creative. That's all I'm saying to you. Yeah. Um, Next, and honestly, most importantly, is that, uh, I'm going to be honest, the oat milk at Trader Joe's, Trader <laughs> Joe's brand oat milk, not only tastes the best, but froths the best, Ooh. okay? I'm telling you that the consistency of the Trader Joe's oat milk is thick, creamy, frothable. You put it in, you steam that milk, and it's the texture of a barista blend <gasps> oat milk. Ooh, okay. Wow. Guilty. Guilty as charged. <laughs> wow. I drink that thing at least one to two times a day. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Soon. So those are my best two Trader Joe's. What about you, Lauren? <sighs> okay, guys. This is a really tough decision for me. I think, okay, in terms of 
dark chocolate. I was just inspired by what Kaylee just said. Oh um, their version of the Reese's cup, the dark chocolate oh, peanut butter cup. Yes. Not, oh, that 99 cent oh, little pack. Oh, oh my god. god. They get me. Fire. They get me every time <laughs> They're too. They're dirty. This, they do you so they dirty. They do you so dirty in right that line. Oh my god. Every time I'm like, mm, yeah, I should cop and then right. throw them in the fridge. Oh my god. Those things are so. Oh, you put them. Good. They put them in the fridge. Oh, in the fridge. You do oh, change the game changer. Yeah. I have because, some in my pantry. I'm also because I had them in my pantry and then they melted. Okay. Don't have the AC. Okay. Right. 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 A lot of them are melted together right now, but you know what? That's okay. Mm-hmm. The, the more the merrier. Yes. So I have to say that those are amazing and a guilty pleasure for sure, but I love them so much and I couldn't live without them. Okay, beautiful. Um, Thank you for sharing that yes, eulogy. Yes. And yes. I would also like <laughs> to, to the point out. Butter cups. <laughs> they're so amazing. <laughs> I would also like to point out that. Um, I have the cutest little succulent sitting on my desk mm. from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. She's a cutie. I think it was like $3. And I went there specifically to buy the succulent. That is the only thing I bought. Mm-hmm. I waited in the line for 20 minutes um, yeah. outside and inside to buy the succulent. And I have never been more happy with a purchase that wasn't food from Trader Joe's. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, shine some, some light on, yeah. on something that's not yeah. food. Spread the truth. Spread the truth. Spreading truth. Um, She's so cute. I really enjoy the succulent, and I mean, fairly priced, really yeah, adorable. Right. And you know, yeah. the, it's not the only kind. They have like, again, some seasonal succulents. They They're do. In that pump, right. Those pumpkin, the little, pumpkins like, are the pumpkin skeleton, the skulls, the skull, the skull succulents. So cute. They just have they have such a great rotating flower arrangement. They do. Right. Their flowers are, yeah. are really pretty. So pretty. Yes. And very affordable too. Exactly. Yes. Like yeah. I did a whole brunch like a month ago for one of my friends 21st all with trader joe's flowers is completely affordable and they're just like good they do such a good job with placing those right outside where people are waiting to get in well i was just so easy oh yeah i was eyeing that succulent the whole way in the line Ooh, i was so happy with that purchase yay yes but last but not least let's not forget um during times that are not covid Mm. related they Mm -hmm. do have those coffee samples in the back i um, have certainly gone into trader joe's several times in the past two years obviously not this year simply for the coffee samples a little bit of coffee hey and a little bit of half and half okay yeah yes. i said i drink all milk but yeah sometimes I drink half and half too sometimes sometimes spice it up. if it's at trader joe's i'm i'm drinking half and half yeah i always look back there even now just to see if they have i know i, know I want to be surprised the one day that they're out and i'm gonna be right yeah <laughs> i know Wish i can't wait i can't yeah. wait for that day but i know wow. they're, they're always like Oh no samples, but this is what's on display. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, can okay, I but <laughs> that's different. That's yeah. not what I was specifically right. looking for. But I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. appreciate the redirection. Yeah. Thank you. All in all, though, we love Trader Joe's, and we support them to the end. Yeah. Right. Thanks for listening to our love letter to Trader Joe's. Our love letter. Hey, <laughs> and we were we had to be a little honest at some points in the middle about their packaging and their production. Right. Um, always room for improvement, but overall, we wanted to share with you a place that we call home, Trader Joe's. Yes. Trader Joe's. So thank you all for listening. We're really excited about this new podcast series that we're doing at UCLA Farmer's Market, and we are super excited to have you along for the journey. Yay! So talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Signing off. Bye. What a wonderful